Hi there, this is Renee Fournay. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to my podcast. It is my prayer that it will be a blessing to you and that you would simply get to know this wonderful creation that you are designed beautifully by the master, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit himself. Loss? Well, yes. Brokenness? Of course. But know this, the more you embrace the cross, Jesus, the more your broken pieces are transformed into something ultimately beautiful. Now let's tune in to see what the Lord has to say today. Hello, guys. Glad you decided to tune back in. Well, today I want to talk about handicaps that we might have, or thorns, however you want to put it. Well, today I want you to know that God's grace can handle your thorn. Sometimes our emotional scars feel so unbearable. Sometimes we literally feel like there is indeed a physical pain that we feel because of the excruciating pain these emotional wounds bring. Sometimes the enemy of our soul is able to literally torment us so that we tend to develop paralysis physically, unable to move and do and go on our way. We pray, Lord, heal me and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved. For it is you, O Lord, that I praise. That's a prayer in Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. At least that's been my prayer. But yet this particular scar wound seemed to be present. I'll call it my handicap to simply protect or clothe myself before you. I'm not quite ready to be that exposed or naked before man. Only before my God can I expose this thing. So what is your handicap that you can only expose to God himself? Think about that as you reflect on the next few things I'm about to say. Write down your handicap, your scar wound that have yet to be healed. Just maybe God is saying to you and me this, keep your eyes focused on me because the momentary struggles we face and have faced with the scars and painful wounds of people are all but a fleeting moment on this side. Yes, this side of heaven. You may feel like due to the reminder of the enemy, like you're wasting away. But that's not so, though. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, look at verses 16 through 18. It says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Guys, we may even sometimes be hard pressed on every side. <laughs> Yet yeah, we're not crushed though. 
There is yet Jesus's spirit pushing life air through the lungs of our souls. You may even feel perplexed, but not in despair. We are not hopeless. We have this anchor for our souls and it is Jesus himself. Listen, he's embedded into us that he cannot be uprooted. John 10, 28 says, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. So how can Jesus be uprooted out of our soul? Impossible. So maybe then getting back to this handicap of ours or this thorn. Maybe Jesus takes the pain and maybe he chooses to use each scar wound for his glory his purposes, his use, whether it be to give you and I a greater sensitivity to those we encounter that are also hurting and yet have not collided with this magnificent pain bearer or burden bearer, Jesus, our anchor. Or there's another reason. Maybe this level of pain This handicap remains to force us to cling more to him, Jesus, the vine for support and love. A branch, we know this, a branch disconnected from the vine ultimately withers and dies. John 15, 4 says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. (sighs) But even in all this, we yet sometimes want so desperately for Jesus to take the sensitivity of the wound away. And we reason. At least I know that I reason this. Jesus, if you take this pain away, I would be so much better. I could serve you better. Lord, imagine, imagine, Lord, if I didn't feel this level of pain anymore. You've placed so many gifts within me. I could use them better without this handicap. I keep thinking I would be bolder for God's use in his kingdom work. Uh, But the truth of the matter is this. We, the created, are not wiser than the creator, God himself. We truly do not know what manner of individual we would be or would become without our handicaps, which God ultimately allows. Maybe because of my level of gifting, I need this handicap to keep me in the right position for the gifting to be used or to be of use to the master. That right position is this, relying fully on upon Jesus in every area of my life, in every area of service within his kingdom. I conclude that the greater the gifting in your life, the greater the handicap because of the possibility of pride creeping in. 
The Apostle Paul called these handicaps thorns. This is what he says about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I uh, encourage you to just go and read that chapter, that entire chapter. Uh, that That's beauty. It, it was beautiful as I was reflecting upon it. But in verses one through six, he goes on and he's talking about boasting and how he could boast. And he's elaborating on the gifting which he has. Paul is highly gifted. Thus, definitely, he needs a thorn to be fit for kingdom service, wouldn't you think? But let's jump to verses, verse 7b. The second part of that verse, it says, Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited. What? To keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. And in verse eight, Paul says this three times, not one, not two. He says three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. And I can see Paul pleading. Now, I have been pleading with God for far more than three times for him to take away my handicap, my thorn. As a matter of fact, I've lost count of the times I've quoted that verse. Heal me, Lord Jesus. Heal me. Heal me, Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved. For it is you, O Lord, that I praise. <sighs> Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. How many times have I quoted that verse? Now, you would think that I would stop asking and just embrace what Jesus gives. Grace. He gives us grace to buffer the pain of the scar wound. Sometimes I can literally hear him saying, Renee, just embrace my grace. In verse 9 of chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians, we hear God's response to Paul. And maybe it's his response to us. God's re response says this, my grace is sufficient for you, for your handicap for your thorn my grace is enough for you now embrace grace my power will be perfected in you my grace is sufficient for you for my power my dunamis power my life sustaining power my kingdom build building power my healing power is made perfect in your weakness Let's go ahead and read that verse from God's holy word. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Verse 10, that is why for Christ's sake. And maybe we should be saying this. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So then, as I embrace grace, accepting 
God's word in 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound in every good work. Every good kingdom work. So I embrace these scar wounds as handicaps that force me to sit down in the wheelchair of Jesus. Yes, I am pushed down, pushed down in humility because you know that God, he loathes, he hates a prideful heart. Pushed down into the wheelchair of Jesus. I cannot move about without his support. And grace and mercy strolls me around to do the work in his kingdom. It is in Jesus that we live and move and have our being. How about you consider allowing grace and mercy to stroll you around so that you're able to do the work in God's kingdom. Father, we thank you for our thorns or our handicaps, whatever they may be. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to take that weakness and glorify yourself and work in us and through us, God, to even be a, a healing agent to others that might be hurting. Father, we recognize that we have an anchor for our souls. We have a hope in you that no matter what our handicap is, no matter what our thorn is, God, your grace is more than enough. Meaning that, Lord God, that after your grace finishes, we, we have leftovers, leftovers, whatever that may be. God, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor, God, that we are strengthened in our weakness. For greater is he who is in us, your spirit, your power, working in us, moving in us, doing in us, God. We desire to be your hands and feet. And we thank you, Lord. We praise you, God, for every single handicap that we might have, whether it be spiritual, physical, or emotional. But God, this day we give you, all of us, our scar wounds, all of us, God, our physical heart, physical wounds, every heartache, every burden, we give them to you, God. We give you all of us and we say, use us for your glory. Have your way in us. Our life does not belong to us, but it belongs to you. For it is in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us the strength to live out this day for your glory, for your purposes. In Jesus' name, amen.